1: Hey, it's Markay from The Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. First of all, thanks for listening to The Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. The first hour of the Marquee Show starts now. This is not going to be a small walk in This is going to be a major leap. This is going to be like wild horses that somebody accidentally left a gate open on after they were pinned up. I
1: mean, wild horses. The gate, if someone left the gate open, they were all penned up, and then they just, like, charge out. That's what this guy's predicting the reopening of Florida is going to be like. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know if Floridians are that. We're we're kind of a laid-back group of individuals here. I think that probably what's going to happen is it's going to be – people are just going to kind of one day just snap back into it. But I don't think – I think it's actually going to be better off because the lines at the few places that are open are ridiculous. And the more you start opening things up, I think you're going to – for example, you try to go to Chick-fil-A or Starbucks on the weekend, the lines used to be bad. Now, they are ridiculously bad. They are out the street. They are around the corner. They've got people that are directing traffic. It is, I think, once we start to reopen uh, piece by piece this country and this state, I think you're going to see that it, it's going to be easier to social distance because uh, so many more places will be open for you to go. 855-765-1045. What's up, everybody? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you uh, listening or watching or doing both. Depending on where you are uh facebook twitch we're on youtube we're a uh, periscope we try to be everywhere and then of course, if you're traveling and you don't want to lose us on the radio, download the mobile app one oh four point five wokV on your mobile device uh, we're available in all the app stores, and we can and uh, you can just uh, take us with you and listen hey you know wherever wherever you happen to go uh rich Jones listens in the bathroom I don't have the fun fact there, so sometimes I'll walk in and i 'll hear and I'll hear my show. I'm like, what? Who is? What is happening? And it's our uh, Rich Jones streaming the show. So we appreciate him listening too. All right. So a big here's what's going on today. First of all, it's Wednesday, but it's not just any Wednesday. Here on the Mark K Show, we like to celebrate something we like to call whatever you want Wednesday, and we do this for a couple of reasons. Number one. Number one, we want you to be uh, a part of the show and partake in the show. And, you know, every day we come in here and we have we have topics that we like to discuss. We have uh, things that we think are important. A lot of times there's breaking news, which we're just forced to talk about. Usually it's weather or some kind of press conference. And all of that combined is, uh, you know, is how we get through the week. But on Wednesday, we say, look. This is a special day. You guys can leave us an open mic message on our mobile app, the aforementioned mobile app. You can call in at 855761045 uh, at 5, 7651045. 7, I only gave you I only gave you six numbers and you're going to need all All ten. And, uh, and then you can say, Hey, here's what I want. Here's what's on my mind. Here's a concern I have. Here's something I heard and I want to know the truth. Can you please help me with this information? Or I just want to like, I just want to say hi. That's basically what we do every Wednesday. And it keeps us from having to work too hard. And it gives you an opportunity to take over the airwaves and get your stuff out there. So anything you want to talk about, call now and we will get to it. Before we get to the first phone call though, there is some really important news. That you need to know about Joe Biden, Joe Biden, this guy, the two things happened yesterday that reiterate the fact that Joe Biden should never be president of the United States. Two things happened yesterday, which, which would think, which make me think that if Joe Biden ever somehow won the White House, it would be the biggest travesty in the Electoral College, and there would, and there would clearly be some kind of election tampering. Because this guy on his own, there's no way this guy should be the occupant of, um, of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Here's the first thing that happened. He got an endorsement. <laughs> He got an endorsement from Hillary Clinton.
3: I've been uh, not only a colleague of Joe Biden's, I've been a friend. And I can tell you that
1: I wish he were president right now. Okay couple things there. first of all both of these are lies if she were really his friend she would get him off of the election campaign trail and tell him dude you do not have the mental capacity to be president of the united states the second thing she said that was a big whopping lie was this i can tell
3: you that i wish she were president Right now.
1: That's also a lie. She wishes that she were president right now. She wishes that Joe Biden was nowhere near this election campaign, that she was the incumbent president, because she wishes still to this day that she beat Donald Trump instead of flaming out in what was probably one of the most unsuccessful, laziest uh, campaigns in presidential history. But needless to say, they hauled out Hillary Clinton and they made her They made her endorse Joe Biden. I'm thrilled to be uh, here with
3: Joe uh, from my home uh, and his home during the uh, very crazy, scary times that we uh, find ourselves in uh, to support his candidacy and to talk about this really significant issue uh, about women
1: uh, during this time of COVID-19. Now, this is interesting for a couple of reasons, because, first of all, she says that she's, in, she's, she's happy to endure, endorse Joe Biden, and she wants to talk about the important issue of women. <laughs> which, which, I, I, at first I thought, oh my God, she's endorsing Joe Biden, and then she's going to throw him under the bus for being a, a sexually inappropriate person when it comes to women and little girls and and uh, campaign staffers. Is that what's happening? A lot, this is going to be the best endorsement ever. But she thought she's talking about uh, COVID nineteen and that kind of thing. So Hillary Clinton comes out and endorses Joe Biden, and at first I think to myself. How is that good for his campaign? Listen, he already had Bernie Sanders come out and endorse him, who is one of the most radical socialist communist leaders we've ever seen in this country or any other. So now you've got the Communist Party saying, Joe Biden, he's the he's our man. You've also got Elizabeth Warren, who's basically just the female version of Joe of uh, of Bernie Sanders endorsing Joe Biden. And now you a Barack Obama, the most ineffective president that we've ever had in this country, comes out and endorses Joe Biden. And now you have Hillary Clinton, who couldn't even make it to the presidency, who has been embroiled in more scandals than any politician or politician's wife combined. She has a long list of 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 illegal activity she has a long list of anti-american behavior she has a long list of corruption and there are there are a lot of questions about just how far she'll go to silence her political enemies and now here she is endorsing joe biden i mean it's like it's like you get the legion of doom to endorse you for president that's the cast of characters that they're lining up and the reason of course again isn't that Hillary Clinton thinks Joe Biden would be a great president? She thinks Joe Biden would be a horrible president. She knows Joe Biden would be a horrible president. We all do. The only reason that Barack Obama and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and now Hillary Clinton are lining up to endorse Joe Biden is the same as it's always been. It's not that they think he'd be a great president. It's that they hate the current president.
3: And the kind of disregard of not only American values, but American institutions, the rule
1: of law, and so much else that is at stake
3: because of the current
1: occupant. They want Donald Trump out. They want him out so badly that... Well, I I think I, I, I hit a nerve with somebody. They want Donald Trump out so badly that they are willing to prop up a guy who is... I mean, you want to talk about teetering on the edge you want to talk about teetering, teetering on the edge of mental stability? This guy, you wait till you hear what he said yesterday. I can't even believe this happened. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. They want Donald Trump out so bad that they're going to take the oldest, uh, least effective, um, most most you know difficult to understand candidate. Somebody who barely knows who he is, where he is, or what he's supposed to do. They would rather that guy, a shell of a human being a political elitist for the last 4 decades they want him in the white house as opposed to donald trump that's how badly they hate this guy and i'll tell you i after what after what joe biden said yesterday i kind of want him to stick around for the next 4 years because he's a he is just a wealth of material for someone like me he said something yesterday in an interview which I don't know. I don't know if it was a flub or if it was, uh, you know, like a um, like some kind of uh, like a metaphor. Anyway, we'll we'll tell you all about it here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K show is coming up and we got all your phone calls for whatever you want. Wednesday, it's on the way. Stay tuned to
2: one oh four point five W.O.K.V. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the W.O.K.V. app. He'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way, send one in. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk.
1: Okay, Show. My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045, man. We are, we are, we're having a blast already today. We have, a, we have so many people that want to talk about uh, what they want to talk about. First, though, I have to play you this clip. I know it's whatever you want Wednesday. And I know you have – I know Susie's on the line and she probably has something really exciting to say. I know Marianne and, uh, and Brian and Tim, everybody's here. They want to talk about reopening and this and that. A lot of people have questions about China and the meat plants and what else. But Joe Biden, listen – it. I never miss an opportunity it, from just so you know, there's a lot of distractions out there. There's a lot of distractions with with coronavirus and quarantine and uh, stimulus checks and and the media bashing the president every single day. And they all are distractions and they're designed by the Democrats and the leftists to to make you forget that they have chosen the worst candidate ever to run for president in Joe Biden. Yet at the same time, they have to parade this guy out every now and then, because if you're a presidential candidate in lockdown, you have to remind people, hello, I'm running for president in November. I'd like you to come vote for me. And that's what they did again with Joe Biden. He made his weekly television appearance on some CBS station, and he also made his weekly major gaffe. And I want you to listen to what they were talking about China and they were talking about the United States and they were talking about all sorts of things. Here's what Joe Biden said yesterday in his interview from his uh, bunker
4: in Wilmington, Delaware. Listen carefully. I would I would get much more engaged in the world. We can't step back. If, in fact, for example, we solve the problem in the United States of America and you don't solve it other parts of the world, you know, what's going to happen. We're going to have, you're going to have travel bans. You're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you catch that? Let me play Let me play you just that end bit just in case you missed it. You're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. You're not going to be able to have economic intercourse around the
1: world. Joe Biden said, hey, if we have an America first policy, America first means no economic intercourse around the world. Now, is Joe Biden such a dirty old man that even when he's talking about economic policy, he's thinking about doing it with people? Or is economic intercourse just what he and his son Hunter call screwing the rest of the world and America out of their hard-earned dollars for their own personal gain? Because that's what economic intercourse sounds like to me. It sounds like him going to uh, him going into the Ukraine and saying, hey, I got a billion dollars, but unless you fire this prosecutor that's investigating the company my son works for and could potentially get him fired and lose him millions of bucks, I'm going to take that billion dollars, I'm going to get back on a plane, I'm going to fly back to Washington. And some bitch was fired. Remember that? That's probably what economic intercourse means. Economic intercourse. This is the guy... This is the guy that they want to run for president, that they want to be president. They want to put him at a at a at a G6 summit meeting or they want to put him at the U.N. or they want to get him in the room with the Fed chair and all the economic advisors and the secretary of the Treasury. This is the guy they want to put in charge of the economy. A guy who talks about something called economic intercourse.
4: When, when America's first, it's America alone.
1: Oh, wait, that's a, Hold on. Let me play. This, let me play this. That's the next clip we'll get to. Economic Intercourse. You're going to not be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. You know what I think? Maybe he's confused. Maybe they asked him, hey, how are you going to boost the economy? How are you going to get more money into the hands of Americans? And he's like, oh, you know what? Economic intercourse. You know, here's what you do. You take, you take, a, you take one $100 bill and you lock it in a room. You take a male $100 bill and you lock it in a room with a female $100 bill. And then you close the door and you play some music. And then, boom, nine months later, you got a third $100 bill. That's how you grow the economy. Use the money to make make love to each other. It's economic intercourse. That's what's going to happen. That and then, boom, six months, nine months from now, economy's going to be booming. <laughs> that's, that's, oh my god, I can uh, economic. I kind of like it. I kind of am in love with that philosophy. It's better than trickle down economics. Trickle down economics is them saying, you know, basically, look, we're crapping all over you. But economic intercourse. Now, that's something I could definitely I could definitely get behind that. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Oh, my God. I love Joe. I love the weekly Joe Biden gaffe. I really do. I look forward to it almost as much as I look forward to whatever you want Wednesday. And speaking of whatever you want Wednesday, it is whatever you want Wednesday. We need to get your phone calls. I promise you we would. Susie is on the line in Middleburg. Susie. Hi, how are you?
3: I'm doing real good today, Mark. How about
1: yourself? Doing great, Susie. Uh, what did you want to say today? Anything in particular?
3: Oh, maybe. It's
1: Trump Day. <laughs> it's Trump Day. It sure is. And you know what? We now know that it's Trump Day because we got a call from you, and it's always it's always great to hear from you, Susie. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. We'll give that to Susie. 855-765-1045. What is it? That you Are you concerned about Joe Biden getting ever closer to the presidential nomination? Are you concerned that Hillary Clinton has just endorsed him and everybody on the left thinks, thinks that's a great idea? Are you concerned that this is the guy that could potentially be in charge of not just our recovery from the coronavirus physically, but also our economic recovery and the only thing he's got planned is economic intercourse? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up. Uh stay tuned.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Marque Show. This is the Marque Show. Was Hillary in the bathroom? Was she endorsed Joe Biden?
1: sound like a little it was a little weird when she was in like some. you know what it is it's she just had a bad skype connection i'm thrilled to be uh here with joe uh from room. my
3: home uh and his home yeah. during the uh, very crazy scary times that we uh find ourselves in crazy uh, to support his candidacy and to talk about this really significant issue
1: uh about women and joe biden and his inappropriateness toward them You shouldn't really roll through. I mean, you shouldn't roll right from I endorse Joe Biden. Now, I'd like to talk about this important problem we have with women, especially if you're Hillary Clinton, because we know Hillary Clinton is probably the one person on that conversation that cares less about women than Joe Biden does. But that's a conversation for another day. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. What I really want to know about is I want to hear more about this economic intercourse. You're going to not be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. I haven't, you know, and I haven't even really. I haven't had that conversation with my kids. You know, they're coming of age. I haven't like at least sat them down and said, "Listen, kids, you're coming. You're becoming adults. You know, you're going to start having feelings. Uh, we need to talk. I need to tell you about the birds and the bees and uh, and the economic intercourse that you're <laughs> that you're going to want to have." Should Joe Biden become president? Somebody wrote, uh, I think her name is Julie. Somebody wrote on our Facebook page, will Joe Biden get the interview questions? I'm sorry, will uh, will Joe Biden get the debate questions before the debate like Hillary did? And in this case, it doesn't matter because he's not going to remember them. You could give him the question before the debate and then he's going to get up on stage and it'll be like the first time he heard it. And I'll be like, Mr. Vice President, don't you remember we gave you the questions? Like, well, I, I don't know the questions. Well, here's a question for you. Intercourse. When do we have it? Um, And that's basically what's going to happen. It's going to be a debacle. These debates are going to be fantastic. Donald Trump on one side of the stage and Joe Biden, Joe Biden for two hours or an hour all alone without a teleprompter, without anybody, you know, writing down notes for him to glance at, which if you ever watch these press interviews he does from his home in Wilmington, Delaware, he's constantly looking down. And half the people are like, maybe he's asleep. Maybe he passed out. Maybe he died. No, he's got notes written down. And even with the notes written down, he has no idea what the heck he's talking about. You're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. I guarantee economic intercourse was not written on his notes in front of him. If they were, then whoever did that, I mean, bravo, that is a practical joke. I wonder if his staff is just sitting around going, hey, uh, what should we write on his notes next? He'll say anything, this guy. Which we, how about economic intercourse? Yeah, it's a good. No, he's not going to say it. I gu- 20 bucks says he'll say it. OK, if you can make Joe Biden say that on TV, you, 20 bucks, let's do it. I guarantee that's what's happening because there's no other excuse for it. 855-765-1045. He did say one other thing that was actually literally scary. Um, and then he, he did talk about his son, too, which we'll get into in a minute. But first, here's uh, here's the other thing he said. Here's the other part of that clip.
4: When, when America's first, it's America
1: alone. When it's America first, it's America alone. And basically, he's thwarting Donald Trump's nationalistic agenda of making America bigger, stronger, safer, richer and great again. He doesn't want any of those things. He doesn't want America to be any of those things. He wants the world to be all of those things. And when you when you here, I mean, look, when you have a strong America, you have a strong world. When you go out and try to bring the rest of the world up to where America is, you basically just lower our standard. And we've seen that time and time again. He's basically saying everything that's been great in the last three years, I am going to undo. Uh, Or he's going to, I mean, I guess his advisors will undo because really he's just going to take a nap for four years. 855-765-1045. Marianne in St. John's County. How are you, Marianne?
3: I'm fine. How are you, Marge? You're wonderful. Oh,
1: you're wonderful. Oh, oh, I, I appreciate that. I want to
3: talk about this election. Joe is a fool. Hillary's a fool, and the people are fools, because if they put him in, what if Obama came out and endorsed him because he wants his wife to be nominated for vice president?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, and, it, 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 it makes no sense to me to have Michelle Obama on the ticket, but I hear a lot of people saying that. Uh, I
3: know. It, look, look what would happen. if she If he got in and she was vice president by January... A doctor that she thinks she's a medical doctor, wife of his, would take him out, and then she would be there, and we'd have four years, four years of Obama.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, I know a lot of people are scared of that. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that, first of all... First of all, Michelle Obama has no experience at all in politics, let alone experience enough to be second in line for the presidency. you do I don't think also the Obama name holds the same weight that it used to people People that voted for Obama the first two times are are still shocked at how much that vote was wasted. People who voted for Obama the first two times are are real they're waking up right now with Donald Trump as president and saying, "Oh my God." That that was a waste of my time. That guy did absolutely nothing for me. Now he's gone. He's living it up. He got a $15 million home out in Massachusetts. And what do I have? Nothing. Thank God Donald Trump's here to help uh, build up the economy and give me and really keep all the promises that Barack Obama made. So now what? You, your wife wants to come in? What? How is she even qualified? People aren't that. Listen, people aren't that stupid. They don't get that excited about Michelle Obama. They're gonna, they're gonna be, and this coronavirus thing, this vote for mail. I mean, I, ha, let, the vote for mail, I'm not overly concerned about either, because how many people have gotten their census form in the mail? I've gotten like nine. They've sent me nine census forms and said, please take a moment to go to census.gov or whatever and fill out nine forms. I get one almost every other day. Have I still gone and filled on my census form? No. I guarantee that most people are going to get a ballot in the mail and they're going to toss it because they think it's some kind of scam. Like everybody that says, "Open oh, important information about your mortgage inside. And then you open it up and they go, we could refinance you. And you go, oh, my God, this is a scam. I thought my mortgage, I thought they were calling my mortgage. I thought it was late on my payment. Half the people are going to toss the thing in the in the trash, and the other half of the people are going to forget to mail it in, or they're going to fill it out the wrong way, or they're just going to be like, you know, screw it. It's it's Baracko, it's uh, Joe Biden. I'm not I'm not wasting the stamp. I mean, I know it's prepaid, but it eight five five seven six five one zero four five. To me, Michelle Obama on the ticket is just another reason uh, to vote for Donald Trump. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. This is Tim in Jacksonville. Hey, Tim, how are you?
0: Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely, man. I was, I was just wondering, um, like when they go to up, open up these restaurants, you know, don't, don't you think maybe they should open up outside or, you know, not have air conditioning or open the doors up and maybe, cause I'd rather sit outside next to somebody than sit six feet. Away inside.
1: Inside, yeah. You know, it's funny you should mention that because I was talking to uh, I was talking to a friend of mine that works at one of the country clubs in town, and I said, When are you opening back up? And he said, Well, probably we're going to open the outdoor patio area first, and oh, that's you, awesome. s- you sit outside. And they said the tables will be six feet away and all that kind of stuff. But he said that's probably how we're going to work it. We're going to start with the outside patio. Now that's all well and good in May, but in June and July. <laughs> The last place I want to be is sitting outside, sweating my butt off, eating in Florida. So hopefully, you know, again, it'll that'll be the first step. But hopefully, the second step will be opening up the indoor air-conditioned area so that I don't sweat into my food. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We appreciate your call. This is a Brian and Callahan. How are you, Brian? Hello, Mark. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. Doing great. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? Yes, we're switching gears a little bit. I need some consumer warriors from you or
5: the, uh, the audience. We booked a cruise to Alaska for July. Royal Caribbean has given us back our deposit. Okay. Expedia was very good at sending a text to say, hey, push one and you'll get a credit. So we've right. gotten airline ticket credit for six people. Okay. But my question is. How and should I go through and try to claim it on an insurance because we bought the insurance to get our money back completely instead of the credit?
1: Interesting. That's a great question. I, I had a similar situation because I was supposed to go to Italy, and we bought the tickets back in January. And, of course, now the last place we want to go is Coronavirus Central. So what they did was they refunded me, but they took a hefty cut because I didn't want the credit because I didn't know that I would be taking, you know, it was like a two-year credit or something, too. I think it expired after a certain uh, time. Um, If you have the insurance, my understanding is with insurance, they will refund you the entire amount. Um, I don't know if you then lose your credit. I would assume you do, but I would definitely investigate with the insurance company because I don't know about you, but I'd rather have the cash on hand. Especially if I
2: bought yeah, it. Yeah, and that and I read it, it's it's through I I A or A I G and yeah, it yeah. said
5: something about unless they changed it that the coronavirus was not an issue for refunds. And so I'm wondering if that's changed or if anybody else had any other input.
1: All right. Well, we'll see. what. Maybe we'll get some phone calls on it. Hey, And, you know, I'll put in a word with Clark Howard. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I mean, the insurance is supposed to cover you. The only issue that I had was they said, you know, if you wait for your flight to be canceled, then you get a credit. It's like if they they cancel the flight, but if they don't cancel the flight, you're just too scared to go. They credit you. I mean, they're all – Look, everybody just wants to keep their money. Nobody wants to be dolling out refunds. 8557651045 Ticketmaster, they were the big, they were giving people the most hassle because they're like, we're not refunding you for these canceled and rescheduled shows. We're just honoring your tickets for the reschedule. And then everyone else was like, I don't know if I'm still going to be alive in 3 years when Dude Perfect comes back to Jacksonville. I'd like a refund for my Dude Perfect tickets. Or when Dude Perfect comes back to Jacksonville in three years, my kids may not care about them anymore, which is probably the more likely scenario. 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break. More of your phone calls on the way. Keep it locked right here on 104.5 WOKV.
2: It's whatever you want Wednesday. Give Mark a call and talk about, well, whatever you want. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Marquay. My name's Marquay, it's whatever you want Wednesday. Today I think we should discuss the money laundering going on in the United States Senate and House where they give all this stimulus money out to these big corporations and then the big corporations give back to the DNC and the RNC. Sounds like money laundering to me.
1: You know, the big question now is why the LA Lakers got so much money, but I think that guy, I think that guy uh, nailed it. 855-765-1045. This is JC in Jefferson, Georgia. Hi JC, how are you? Hi.
2: I like I like Hang on, Jay We're okay, gonna,
1: um, we're are going to get back to you here in just a minute. I think we have a bad connection. I think it was ordering lunch. Was, I think it was too. But <laughs> get me to get two of whatever you're getting. Yeah, double it up. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Patricia in Kentucky. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing really well. What do you want to say today, Patricia? Well, I
3: know some people in the medical field in my area mm-hmm. that uh when it, these people are dying in the hospital that they're having them labeling the virus and they were they were told that because they get more funding
1: right so yeah I no think, uh, that uh, is, that's that's in fact there was a um there was a big YouTube video it had like 5 or 6 million views and it was a couple of doctors who basically were admitting all of the things that were that were be that we, you know the average american was misinformed about and they also were like look this is not nearly as 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 big an issue as it should be, especially if you're healthy. Also, they talked about that very thing, about how they were being told uh, to label it a covid-19, de- uh, 19 death, when really it could have been a pneumonia death or a flu death or some or a cancer death or something else. Um, and and the funding is a big part of that. I run, or mysteriously, that video was taken off of YouTube and uh it's gone with over five million views um, apparently the word on the street is youtube or whoever's in charge of YouTube didn't like the message, so they they took it down uh you know so they to to basically su- suppress the truth i guess is the best way to put it eight five five seven six five one oh four five which means our YouTube video is gonna come down now in like three two one uh Jason in Wisconsin how are you Jason uh, not too bad. Due to
5: this uh, economic intercourse thing, we always had these uh, federal stimulus dollars going to airlines and cruise lines and Amtrak and everything. I know the motor coach industry down there in Jacksonville and Orlando area is really big, and up here it is as well. But the motor coach industry never got any of those stimulus dollars. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know Did they, Did they ask for them? Because a lot of people begged for money and didn't get Richard Branson's in the same boat. He's like, look, I'm gonna have to sell Virgin Airlines because I didn't get any stimulus money from the UK. Um, I don't know really how they doled it out. I've read a lot of the uh, I have read a lot of the articles saying, well, if you if you play golf with the Speaker of the House or with the uh, majority leader, you got money. But if you were a political enemy, you didn't. I don't know if there's any truth to any of that. But I know that I'm pretty sure they're going to investigate every time something is done now. In the United States government, there is an investigation. In fact, yesterday the president signed an executive order to keep the meat packing plants open so that people could have meat and food, and it, so that it wouldn't disrupt um, it wouldn't disrupt the you know the uh, the food chain. Uh, and now, and I guarantee, I guarantee that Adam Schiff, and Jerry Nadler, and Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer, I guarantee they're locked in a room right now, and they're trying to figure out which article of impeachment would cover that. How can it? How can Donald Trump? Uh, force an industry to stay open during the coronavirus uh, quarantine. How You know what? That is a blatant abuse of power. We're going to have to subpoena every single person that works in the White House. We're going to have to interview people in the locked room once again. We may even have to interview them via Skype or, or Zoom because of the social distancing, but we're going to do it. As soon as this is over, they're just Jerry, Jerry Nadler, and Adam Schiff. They are making lists of things that that they are that they are going to use to reopen investigations about the coronavirus. And rest assured, who got money and who didn't get money? That's going to be that's going to be really at the top of that list. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Dan in Crescent City. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing good, man. Great show. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Ed. I appreciate you too. What would you want to say, real quick? I've uh, been trying to get a hold of anybody at unemployment. They locked me
5: out of my uh, account because they say I don't know my father's middle name, which is mine, my mother's, and my son's, and where I was born, which is another ludicrous thing. And every time I send them all the information, nobody gives me anything back.
1: Period. Yeah. Yeah,
5: trying since April the twenty
1: eighth. Did you had an account and now you're locked out, or you were trying to open an account yeah, and they won't correct. let you open one? I, yeah, I. They told me to go online and fill it in. I
5: put in my social security number and it says answer these three security questions. Yeah, one of them was what was my middle name and right. where was I born.
1: And you're locked and out, man. That is they, that is the worst feeling in the world. And I know right now is not the time to try to get someone from the unemployment office on the phone. I don't know what to tell you except maybe keep calling and yelling and complaining and. And uh, you know, it, it, it turns out that they're the ones that don't know your middle name or your uh, or where you were born. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We have to take another break. We got traffic, weather, we got news coming up here in just a minute. More of your phone calls on the way too. And oh yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of economic intercourse, I have to tell you what Joe Biden also said about China. That that makes for some good laughs too. That's all on the way. Keep it locked on one zero four point five WOKV.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Marquee Show. This is The Marquee Show.
1: Economic intercourse? Isn't that just a fancy political correct term for
0: prostitution?
1: Officer, I am not practicing prostitution. It's my uh, constitutional right to economic intercourse. So please do not arrest me. That's hilarious. I hadn't even thought about that. I, I, but basically, that's what the government's doing. They're screwing you out of your money. I think that's that, that's his code word. For it. Joe Biden, economic intercourse you're going to not be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world by the way i don't in the the beginning of the clip and i don't want to harp on joe biden but he just makes me laugh so much do you realize that he still doesn't know the name of the country we did a whole hour one day about how joe biden doesn't know it's the united states of america we put a video on our facebook page of him over and over saying the united states america he keeps leaving out the of he, keeps, he doesn't know the name of the country he lives in. He calls it United States America. And millions of people witnessed that video and saw our live stream where he called him
4: out. He's still doing it. Listen to it. He does it again here. I would, I would get much more engaged in the world. We can't step back. If, in fact, for example, we solve the problem in the United States America.
1: In the United States America. Somebody tell that guy
4: he's missing
1: a word. It's that's one of the things that really annoys me. But anyway, uh, he also Joe Biden in this interview yesterday was also not only was he talking about economic intercourse, uh, but Joe Biden was asked about China. And the the Chinese question is going to come out. China is a huge factor in this upcoming election, not just because of the Wuhan flu, not just because of how they reacted to the coronavirus and how we reacted to the coronavirus, and who's to blame? Is it the president of the United States or is it China? But also because of the trade deals and the tariffs, and because of Hunter Biden and his involvement in uh, these Chinese companies, where he was hired as an um, as like some kind of investment operative or investment expert. And he had zero, zero experience in any of that. And as far as we can tell, he did no actual work. He just collected money. Uh, And and the big question is, isn't that just Joe Biden getting his son a payout from one of our one of his political allies and using his office as vice president to help support his children? That's, by the way, exactly what it is. But uh, but Joe Biden and Hunter Biden to this day will deny it. And he did it again during the interview. Listen to this.
4: My son's business dealings. We're not anything with everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one.
1: Okay, first of all,
4: what the hell did he just say? We're not anything with everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one.
1: I think that Joe Biden and this whole act of... Uh, you know, uh, I can't speak or I get confused or I'm quirky or I'm old. I think it's just a way for him to not have to explain all the crimes that he's committed. I think he's like, you know what? Maybe if I just mumble some answers, I can just get by without answering the question. Uh, Mr. Biden, sir, Vice President Biden, did you, in fact, use your office of vice president to get your son a job that he didn't deserve and really just kind of receive a kickback from the Chinese government? Well, hold on. The Chinese thing whatever, and whatever the guys the first wedding. It's not even to go into do is he's talking about. Did you hear me? Okay, period. And then what do you, I mean, that, that, how do you, how do you put that into deposition? You don't. Anyway,
4: here's what else he said. Nothing to do with me, number two. And to talk about business dealings, look at the business dealings the president has with China. He owes apparently millions of dollars to the Bank of China. He's, he's got patents from, I mean, this is, this is all about whether or not we're going to be able to coexist with the largest, the biggest population in the world.
1: Yeah, so first of all, so then he cites this report from the Politico where Donald Trump apparently owes, owes millions of dollars to China. And that report was just announced by the Politico to be 100% false. In fact, they had to write a retraction. They had to send a memo to all of their all of their editors and all of their employees saying we, in fact, got misinformation. The article cited a nearly one billion dollar refinancing deal from several banks. That was wrong. Uh, The Politico article writer actually said we didn't even check with the Bank of China. Once we went back and checked with the Bank of China, we saw Uh, where we were in our reporting and we remedied the solution. So Joe Biden is out there talking about something that he's basically quoting the fake news. And the problem is that's the only thing he knows, what he sees on the Internet, where you know he's not involved in 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 international politics anymore. He's sitting at home. He's reading the Politico or probably more likely someone is reading the Politico aloud to him. And then he just regurgitates it when half the time it doesn't even turn out to be true. And again, it's all just a way for him to deflect on what's been going on with him and his son and the rest of his family for God knows how many years. Eight five five seven five one oh four five. It is whatever you want Wednesday, we go back to Jonathan in Houston, Texas. How are you doing, Jonathan? Doing good, bud,
0: how are you? You're doing great man. What did you want to say today, sir? So I I've, I heard it brought up yesterday twice and as far as our relation with Israel and and the way things are, uh, are being processed here in America. We've had uh, Ocasio-Cortez literally throw two anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic comments out in, out in the wind and is virtually going to face no repercussions from it. But God forbid, if a Republican had said the same comments in relation to the, the Jewish community, they would have been slandered, blown out of proportion, completely cut off, and just ripped apart by the media. So why is this being washed under the rug? When you can look at America's success, and see that our support of Israel has benefited us as far as economics, um, trade deals, uh, our military force. But then when we try to go against Israel, we have a huge, massive recession of power and um, economic growth in America. Yeah. Look, I feel like there's a correlation with that, and the DNC pushing their anti-Semitism, but under the rug.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, look, oh, that was a great question, by the way, and I appreciate you calling Look, the whole thing about the Democratic Party and and the Jewish people and Israel, I mean, that's a whole show in and of itself. But the fact of the matter is that no other country is – we are no – we have no stronger ally in the entire world than Israel – The United States and Israel are two have two of the tightest coalitions in history. And it's important that we do just based on what's going on in the Middle East, just based on what's going on with Iran and Iraq and Saudi Arabia. Even the Israeli conflict uh, is is nowhere near as bad because of their relationship with the United States. And uh, what's going on in the Middle East would be far worse if Israel weren't there fighting for the rest of us. And this, this, you know, uh, ally that we have is so important that Donald Trump has been over there, has moved the, uh, you know, has moved the, uh, embassy back to Jerusalem. He's done everything he can to show that we are, well, I mean, we are tied to Israel forever. But the previous administration, didn't feel that way and felt that it was insulting to some of the Arab populations, felt that it was inflammatory to a lot of the terrorism uh, organizations in the area, and tried to distance himself from Israel and question Israeli's poli- Israeli policies. And that really kind of, it, it, put a, it, it took a toll. And you're right, we did lose out economically and we did lose out militarily and we had some serious issues working in the region because people thought, and by people I mean terrorists, thought that our bond with Israel was being frayed. Uh, and now Donald Trump has come back in and renewed it. But look, I mean, there is there, Canada, Mexico, our neighbors. They, there is no bigger ally to the United States than Israel. They will do whatever we ask and pretty much vice versa. And it's because we need each other to, to mutually protect protect each other from the forces in the, uh, in the uh, Middle East that just want to destroy all of us. So, yeah, thanks so much for coming. And that's another reason. And I don't understand why there's still members of the Jewish population that think Democrats are the better choice. I don't understand why there's why there's members of the Jewish population that would vote against Donald Trump after what Barack Obama did against the Israelis. It's so I just don't understand it. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four. that's why I'm not a Democrat, because I just can't wrap my head around the craziness. I think I'm just too smart, too sensible. 855-765-1045 Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. If you if you feel my pain. Quick break. We got to take a quick break. More of your phone calls on the way. It's the Mark K Show on one zero four point five
2: WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk.
4: Hey, Mark, after 20 years in the Navy, I know a lot of sailors that conducted economic intercourse around the world. And we, we, don't, we, don't,
1: we, don't want, we don't want to know. We don't want to know about that. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We, we appreciate all of our friends at Naval Station Mayport listening to the show. 8557 <laughs> boosting the economies of, uh, of, well, you never mind. 855765. Let's just get back to the phone, shall we? It is whatever you want Wednesday, so whatever you want to talk about, we will. Caroline, Caroline or Carolyn? carolyn carolyn in louisville how are you
3: i'm fine
1: oh great carolyn what do you want to say today uh
3: well i want to talk about biden and he's probably got dementia but nobody would admit to it mm. but i i don't think the democrats are as dumb as we're letting it be i think since he does and he's sick there are a few Democrats that's way up there that's going to be controlling him as president. So it doesn't matter who the figure man is; it's who's going to uh, what's going to be the government.
1: Yeah, no, you're Carolyn. You're uh, you're right about that. And first of all, the Democrats are never stupid, and they're not stupid. And if I have ever uh, suggested that, it's I, I, they're crazy, and I don't understand how they think. But they are definitely not inte- not not intelligent people. They know exactly what they're doing, and they have figured out ways. To use and really bastardize the constitution and laws of this country to, to take power and gain power and benefit economic. I mean, it's really, it's, it's, what do you, it's diabolical, but diabolical people are very smart. That's why they just use their smarts for evil. Um, but you're right about that. And, and shadow governments, I mean, uh, it, it wouldn't be the first time that there was a shadow government here in this United States. Uh, you know, if you ever watch, and I've been binge watching The West Wing for a couple months now because you know I enjoy the show. I think it's great to see behind the scenes. Uh, I know it's all about Democratic politics, but it's still really interesting. And whenever they have a run in with, uh, with like the Republicans, I always root for the you know I always root for the other side. I go, yeah, you you show that Bartlett who's boss, Speaker of the House. Anyway, uh, but it, but it's really fascinating to see how little the president actually does. The president has a staff. And really, the president for a lot, for most of his, his, uh, his day is the figurehead. You know, President Trump is actually more hands on than most. So yes, Joe Biden may be the guy with the name. He may be the guy that's been there. He may be the guy with the, the, uh, um, with the uh, the uh, resume cuz he was vice president and he's been a senator since you know the senate was founded 256 years ago so that could be what gets him elected but then who's going to run the country surely not him He's going to have a chief of staff and he's going to have, uh, you know, a special, what do you call it, like advisors. I mean, everybody has them. President Trump has Kellyanne Conway and he's got Stephen Miller and Hope Hicks is back in the uh, in the White House. And they're his dream team that comes in. Uh, you know, he's got he's had several chiefs of staff. They haven't necessarily worked out the way he wanted, but he's got a cabinet and he's got um, vice president, Mike Pence, who, even though he didn't wear a mask at the Mayo Clinic, is is sharp as a tack and is one of the best tools in President Trump. Trump's toolbox to get to really fix this country and get it back to to where it needs to be. So, yes, you're right. Vice President or Vice President Biden, if he became President Biden, would do nothing but sign whatever his staff walks in and tells him to sign they would be out there setting policy. They would be out there setting the agenda. They would be out there negotiating the treaties and the deals and the bills and getting the votes to pass the laws. And then when the laws were passed, all they would do is they would wheel Joe out. They'd sit him down. They'd say, Mr. President, take this pen, sign at the bottom, try not to say anything stupid, and then we'll wheel you back out um you know so you can go back to bed and, and that's that's basically but that's not the first time that has happened there have been several instances in history where that's basically all the president has done won the election and then left his staff to do all the dirty work Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number this is ray in middlebury how are you ray i'm doing good how are you doing mark oh doing great ray thanks so much for calling the mark. Hey, Show. what do you want to say sir All right, so the U.S. Department of
5: Education is actually sending checks out. Anybody whose taxes that were offset or their wages were garnished, they're sending a um, they're sending a check out and refunding that money. Um my cousin actually got back a little over five grand yesterday. Oh wow. I'm expecting to get a check in here soon. Um I wanted to make sure that it was true facts before I called and said something. So I did call the one eight hundred number for the US Department of Um Education. There is a recording on their their phone thing, um, stating that yes, starting April 13th, they were going to start cutting checks. Um, People don't have to do anything. They already have the address on file that you had with them previously. But if you have moved and needed to update the address, uh, they do give you a website to be able to update your address. All right. And that was, Um, you said,
1: if, if you had garnished wages or seized refunds, the U.S. Department of Education is now offering uh, is now offering. That's good. That's great, man. That's great news, and congratulations on getting that money back. I don't want to know why your wages were garnished. That's between you and them. Uh But thanks so much for calling. 855-765-1045. Tom and Hastings, how are you, Tom? Fine. How are you? Great, Tom. What do you want to say?
5: Well, first, I, I'm basically calling to explain to you why the uh, Republicans are going to lose in November.
1: Oh, then you need to hold on, because we got to take a quick break, and we definitely want to hear that. We definitely want to hear that. 855 765 1045. Quick break. We got traffic, weather, we've got news. Uh, and then coming up in just a minute, Tom from Hastings will explain why Republicans will lose in
2: November. That should be fascinating.
1: Uh, it's The Marquez Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on 104.5
2: WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Marquez Show. This is the Mark K Show. Biden is the, um, he's the, uh, you, you, you know the thing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know the
1: thing. 855 1045 He's the guy that's in charge of economic intercourse for the United States. Hey, Mark, if you actually go and get a
5: dictionary, you'll know that uh, you're embarrassing yourself with the word intercourse.
1: Man, that would not be the first time that happened. Just let me (laughs) me embarrassing myself for 40 years with intercourse. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Where are we? Oh, yes. Tom from Hastings is online. Tom called in right before the break uh, for whatever you want Wednesday. And it's whatever you want to talk about. And he wants to talk about why the Republicans will lose in November. Tom, you still there? Yes. All right, we appreciate you holding on. Take it away, Tom. How are you? What did you want to say today?
5: Well, I believe the Republicans will lose in November, mainly because they're offering things that the American people don't want, which is war with Iran, whereas the the Democrats are offering things we do want, like health care, guaranteed income, higher minimum wage, relief on student debt yeah these are all things that that the common man wants and that is only being offered by the uh, by the Democrats
1: all right Tom real quick real quick when you say Republicans do you mean Donald Trump the Senate Congress everything what do you mean governors what are you talking about
5: I'm talking about not only Donald Trump personally but right. the Republican establishment in general has the same overall philosophy right? and um one of them is being of course supportive of israel uh, most americans don't care about israel one one way or the other unless they're a jew and we don't believe that our security in any way depends on israel i think it's the other way around uh, basically mm-hmm. Um, We don't need Israel to protect us from anything. As a matter of fact, they're a horrible liability because they're, they're more likely to get us into a war that we don't
1: need. Because you feel like letting the terrorists in the Middle East run the Middle East would be better for us than having that bulwark there.
5: Well, I think what's going to happen. Trump is trying to start a war with Iran, which will end in us having to occupy Iran. How
1: is he starting a war with Iran? I'm not really sure. I understand that. I mean, I feel well, like well, I feel he's like he's done every possible way. I mean, he's done everything to stop a war with Iran. And in fact, no, I believe no, he keeps provoking them. How does he provokes? Oh, he provokes Iran.
5: Right.
4: Oh, not the so other he's way around. Trying
5: to, he's trying to pick a war with Iran, but see what we can easily defeat Iran militarily. But then. We have to occupy the country, Mm -hmm. and and there won't be enough troops to do it. They'd have to bring back the draft in order to do that.
1: All right, let's go back to the, because I'll I'll be honest, I think you're misguided on who's provoking who, but I'll move on to the next thing you said, because I'm curious about that. You said that the Republicans will lose because all they're offering the American people is war with Iran, and that the Democrats are offering stuff that people actually want, like free health care, free universal basic income, free college. Exactly. You think that everybody in America wants those three things? I think there's enough. And I'm sorry, the minimum wage. You also said a guarantee, what was it? Right. A fi- higher, uh, minimum wage, a higher minimum, minimum wage. Higher minimum
5: wage. Yeah, because, see, the thing is, it's not that everyone wants that, but enough people do so that the uh, the swing vote is going to go to the Democrats.
1: The swing vote, because a lot that's of right. people, people... Do you, Tom, do you personally want all that stuff? Do you want a higher minimum wage? Do you want a guaranteed universal basic income? Do you want... Uh, you know, free health care, or are you one of the yes. people that you want all? You're like, yes, that's what I want.
5: Exactly, that's what I want, especially the health care, because um, if you have pre-existing conditions such yeah. as diabetes, uh, you're not going to be able to get coverage. Do you without, have health care
1: um, coverage now?
5: Uh, I have Obamacare. It's hanging by a thread because yeah. they, the Republicans are trying to cut it off.
1: Did you have health care before Obamacare?
5: No. no, I was without it.
1: Did you not have a, a job or a health care policy or anything at all? No,
5: I, I don't have anything. And uh, I had used up most of my savings just trying to buy insulin, which mm-hmm. they keep raising the price on the insulin. Um, and the Republicans just sit there and let them do it. Right. So and, this
1: so this is basically, it's basically your one issue is, health, is Obamacare.
5: That's the biggest issue. But okay. I like the other aspects. Uh, now, right, other right. social right, ta- programs, I would have preferred the Republicans on things like gun control. Yeah, gun control, abortion. These are issues where I favor the Republicans.
1: Okay, good. All right, listen, uh, Tom. I'm going to have to put you on hold for one second. Uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting what Tom's saying, and if you think about that, uh, it's it's a common mentality of, amongst the left that everybody wants these things. Everybody wants the handout. That everybody wants the thing for free. Everybody wants to go to college and they don't want to pay for it. Everybody uh, is refusing to pay back their student loans or just can't make a living enough to do it. And that is I mean, that's not true at all. Uh, the, The majority of Americans, the majority of people in this country are capitalists. They want to work for themselves. They want to earn as much money as they possibly can. They have that entrepreneurial spirit. They're out there not just to succeed or not just to survive, rather, but to succeed. They don't just want the handout. Now, if you have a pre-existing condition and you're unable to get health care, I completely understand how Tom is like, I'll vote for the Democrats because they're basically going to keep me alive. They're going to they are going to uh, make sure that I get my my free insulin and, and whatnot and that I'm treated. But at the cost of what? I mean, you have to look at everyone else on the other side of the aisle. What is it costing them? How much of their tax dollars are going to go away? Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders wanted 70 percent, 70 percent. He had they, they have these ridiculous plans for 30 trillion dollars worth of health care expenses, which we just don't have. Uh, you when you look at the other issue, I mean, you can't you also can't ride the fence. You can't say I'm all for gun control, but I want universal health care. You have to pick because if the Democrats come to power. If they're uh, in charge of the White House and the Congress and the Senate, you're going to get one or the other, but not both. You can get the universal health care, but you're going to lose control of the Second Amendment. You're going to lose that. That's going to be gone. So would you rather have free health care and a gun? Or I'm sorry, would you rather have a free health care and no gun or the ability to protect yourself, uh, you know, from a, a tyrannical government? But maybe you have to pay for your medicine or figure out a way to pay for your medicine. You know, that's what people look at. And when you look at the majority of people in this country, sure, they may be voting, they may be voting because they want uh, to, to sit home and get a thousand dollar check. They may be voting because they uh, want to get free health care. They may be voting because they think they should be making 15 or 20 dollars an hour. But there are enough people out there who understand that each one of those actions has an opposite reaction and raising the minimum wage destroys jobs. Rating forcing small businesses to pay people more money means that they will be paying fewer people. And the people that get to keep their jobs will be working twice as hard for not twice as much. And that's just the way it is. That's a proven fact. You're gonna have people with health care. The healthcare costs are gonna go through the roof and the quality of care is gonna go down. And sure, Tom may get his insulin for free, but he may not get it for three weeks. And that's something that you kind of need on a regular basis. It's going to be, I mean, it's a mess. Um, I disagree with your sentiment that they're going to lose in November. I disagree with the sentiment that people want all that free stuff. In America, all people want is freedom, not free stuff. But, hey, thanks so much for your call, Tom. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. David in St. John's County. How you doing, David? Doing well. How are you? Oh, good, man. What's up? What do you want to say?
0: So just a couple of things about your last caller, obviously. You hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah, it's free for him, his insulin, but, uh, not, it's not going to be free for me. Correct. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, people who have health conditions, I feel for, um, and Tom should have, uh, maybe have planned accordingly when he was younger and, uh, maybe, uh, did better. Anyway, secondly, um, about Joe Biden, you know, you're saying that, you know, the, if he wins, you know, they're going to wheel him out and he's going to sign, you know, his staff is going to sign whatever things and then wheel him back out. And that's great. But, Before all that happens, he's going to have to get on stage in front of the American people, in front of the world, and debate Donald Trump, who is a complete savage, and is going to demolish him. Yeah. And hopefully that will open a lot of eyes. So that's all I got to
1: say. I mean, look, here's the thing, Tom, I appreciate it. Listen, you are – I appreciate it, Eric. The, The thing that people don't realize is that there's so much time between now and the election and and you've got people going oh Donald Trump said drink bleach which number one he didn't even say but this was that was that was april you know you've got you've got the whole summer you've got god knows what other outbreaks you've got god knows what other wars you've got god knows what other impeachment trials you've got god knows what other fake news scandals you've got, got i mean you don't know what's going to happen between now and november the 3rd it is an eternity and the, the goal for the president right now is to get through this pandemic and bring the economy back because everybody knows elections are won and lost by the economy. And if the economy is back where it needs to be, then guess what? Uh, Donald Trump and the Republicans shouldn't have a problem if the economy is not back where it it, it, it is then, yeah, we're all going to be watching that debate. And hopefully, hopefully Joe Biden will perform the way Joe Biden typically performs. And then, of course, the Republicans, they, they won't have a they won't have a problem either. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. 765 This is the Mark K show. More of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.
2: Remember to subscribe to the Mark K show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk.
5: Okay, listen to that guy right now. He makes me want to barf.
1: I don't want free stuff. I want Trump for president. Can you take off everything after barf and just use that as a sweeper for our show? <laughs> and we can like play it, woof, woof. we can play it like after I talk for like 20 minutes, we can just play this. Okay, listen to that guy right now. He makes me wanna barf. I just want that isolated for future use. Oh, okay, for you. Yeah, he just oh, makes okay. me wanna, the oh. RK show, he just <laughs> makes me wanna barf. We're just doing yeah, a production good. live here on the radio. He makes me want to barf. Yeah, that, we definitely need that. <laughs> that needs to be something that comes back into our repertoire. All
0: right, you said it three times. Consider uh, it done.
1: Eight five five seven. I'll tell you again tomorrow. Okay. Just to remind you eight five five seven six five one zero oh, four five. Chris is in Ohio. Hi, Chris. How are you?
3: I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Oh,
1: doing great. What did you want to say today, Chris?
3: Well, I saw this video on Facebook yesterday. It's a mm-hmm. farmer, mm-hmm. and he's
5: talking about you know there's going to be a food shortage, and he was explaining
3: about why and i was just wondering your take on it and um i know president trump signed something about it but how worried should we be about this supposed food shortage
1: do you think yeah you know and that uh, it's an interesting question because i own. i mean again there's what you hear on tv and then there's what you see and experience in the real world and yesterday donald trump uh, signed an executive order to keep the meat packing plants open and i know that tyson foods was a uh was a big. They were. They were really sounding the alarm, and they were saying, "Look, we're going to have a food shortage. We're going to have a, a breakdown in the food chain." But yesterday, the executive action uh, ordered meat processing plants to stay open amid concerns of growing coronavirus cases, um, because he said, "Look, it would be it would be in our nation's best interest." To have these meat packing plants open, I guess a couple of them had seen uh, coronavirus cases. I know that a lot of people work in close corners, uh, but pork, beef, chicken plants—they were being forced to close, and I think a lot of them also were maybe mandated by these uh, these stay-at-home orders uh, that governors were passing out. You know, they weren't necessarily Uh being deemed essential. Um, you, saw, you saw videos and, and people were talking about farmers that were slaughtering their own their own uh, animals because they didn 't know that anybody would be able to process the food so for all of those reasons. Uh, they've, they're now saying, look, you've got to stay open. We need to make sure that these that these meat plants are, are processing food for the good of the country. Now, having said all that, I go to the grocery store twice a week, and I'm not experiencing any kind of food. I see meat, I see steak, I see beef, I see pork, I see all that stuff.
5: He said it'll start coming through in June or July in one of the videos. Yeah. And he also said that they're because they can't process the
3: meat that they have and they have to slaughter their animals. Yeah. Um, that they're going to be importing meat from other countries that that aren't that's not inspected the way our meat is inspected.
5: Yeah, well, they,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, it, yeah I mean, look, it's it's definitely a, there's so many different uh, battles to fight on so many different fronts. Uh, but well, se- uh-huh. I mean, I, look, it seems like at least they're on top of it, and I would think that the president is going to do whatever it takes, even if it's an executive order, to keep these meat processing plants open and also keep the people there safe. Because the last thing you want is everybody at the meatpacking plant getting coronavirus and not being able to work for two to three weeks. I mean, like, there's supposedly a boycott or I heard about a boycott of all the major big box stores again this weekend because they feel like their safety is uh, is in jeopardy. Um, and when they're shipping all of this stuff. So I mean, that may be the next battle that they have to fight. Do we keep and, you know, do we do we fight to keep Target and Walmart and and all these other places open uh, because people need to get their their stuff delivered. It's the only way that we have to get goods in into uh, people's hands. So. We'll see what happens. Again, uh, you know, try, maybe Boca Burger is the way we go. Maybe we start having Boca Burgers or or Beyond Burgers are good. Maybe we all start eating Tofuity and I don't even I don't even know eight five five seven six five one zero four five Seber and Yuli. How are you, Sieber? Hey Mark, I'm doing great. I just want to piggyback on uh, what you just said about the meat processing. Plant. Oh, piggyback, uh, I Smithfield, get it. I get it. That was funny.
5: Uh, Smithfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it now. Oh, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Smithfield is owned by China, you know, yeah. Smithfield Hands. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, they bought them a couple of
5: years ago. And, you know, we I think we need to start investigating all these companies in America that's owned by China. Because, you know, China is our enemy.
1: They are the enemy. Yeah. And we need to start investigating them. Listen, do they own, it's, let me ask you this, do they own honey-baked ham? Uh, I don't know if they're honey baked or not but okay. they do own they do own Smithfield. Okay, all right because if they own honey baked ham, I uh, you're it's I'm not going to boycott. I'm just I'm st- I'll I'm sorry. My Easter needs we need the honey baked ham pre-sliced. I mean, come on. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Listen, we got to get out of here. Traffic, weather news. Uh we made it through without a, a a breaking press conference, but we do expect the governor to be speaking sometime later today. Is that correct?
0: We expect that. We
1: expect that. Yep. And then uh, join us tomorrow. We'll have an all-new show. We will do some What the Bleep tomorrow, too. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll see you. The Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues